Welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. And me, Than. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Um, we are Sans DK once again this week. Um, because he's lazy. <laughs> well, he says busy, but we say lazy. Um, They're both four-letter words that end in Y. <laughs> Um, but we we miss you, buddy. I hope you I hope you hurry back soon. <laughs> Steve O misses you. Yeah, DK uh, Than is indifferent to you know, so that's kind of how he rolls. <laughs> um, look, we had a we had a good old chat with him last week, and it was so good <laughs> that we uh, we decided that we have him back again this week. Mostly because uh, I felt bad that we that we've done two pods with him now and. Uh, have given them all but, you know, half an hour to prepare for both of them. So um, <laughs> this week we'd like to welcome back to the podcast uh, our man out of St. George Thunder. What's up, man? Hey, hey, everybody. Wel- welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel like half an hour to prepare was probably a generous estimate. I'm a slow typer. That's how long it takes me to type. Hey, man, are you free? <laughs> um but yeah, so we we talked last week sort of um, about you know how um, how you found Detroit and um, you know obviously your guys' upcoming tournament as well. Um, but we thought we'd delve a little bit deeper because obviously you you've been on the scene now for for a number of years. Um, it's been a while. How do you know how when you first started playing? Oh boy, uh, I believe it was. It was 2003. Yeah, holy crap! I started. Damn, um, damn, whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, it might have been late 2002, early 2003, somewhere right around there. Yeah. Um, our our place opened in the year 2000. Yeah. It sounds about right. And we had a different we had a different system, a uh, different laser tag system for the first about two and a half years. Right. And then. They upgraded to Laser Force. Nice. Um, <laughs> there was there was a there was a site in Vegas. Yes, there was. That closed. Yep. And we bought their system. Right. So so funny funny kind of off ramp with with that Vegas site, and I promise this will all come <laughs> come back around. Um, so that Vegas site was in a laser quest site that it closed so it was force equipment in a laser quest maze and all that that implies as far as the amount of fucking mirrors um (laughs) which was just really interesting um but the equipment that was in that that site which you guys eventually got wasn't original to vegas it was from a right. site in Pennsylvania that had closed. It so, was a site in Pennsylvania that, that, that had been open for like less than a year and went out of business. Yep. And their equipment got you know, bought by the people in Vegas to put into the closed LaserQuest site where it 
you know, also didn't get all that much use, unfortunately, <laughs> and it then ended up in St. George. So um, your guys' site code is what, 4, 4-2, right? Yeah, yep. The reason it's 4-2 when Sacramento's is 4-3 and you guys opened after we did is because the Pennsylvania site opened before we did. Right. right. Yeah. So, so random trivia. So it, it's crazy because um, – it sounds to me, aside from, you know, uh, where your equipment came from, like your numbers kind of align with mine. Like I, you know, our site opened in 2000. I started playing 2003. Um, so, and from, you know, what we talked about last week, our mazes kind of play similarly. So it's, yeah. it's all pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, um, I, I just, I remember I went in one day and they were talking about how they had new, some new system mm. and that they were selling memberships, lifetime memberships for a dollar. <laughs> and we were like, oh, well, what do you get? And they were explaining all the, the special abilities and all this stuff. And we were like, well, that sounds like a pretty good setup. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't we do it? And uh, so I, that's when I started That's when I started playing. And lifetime member. Awesome. It was, um, I mean, they were they were still kind of figuring out the system then. I mean, it, they hadn't had it very long when I started, and it was really cool. So, um, uh, you you come in uh, as a fresh faced young man with your dollar membership, lifetime membership. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you bring in a crew, or were there already sort of like uh, like an established um, membership? There was a, a little bit of an established membership. Mm. Uh, like I said, when I, when I started, they'd only had the system for probably four months right. or something. So, I mean, they were still trying to figure out what was going on. Mm. But um, they they kind of had a crew of players, and then I brought uh, one of my friends. Mm. Um, was was just me and one friend, and we we kind of joined and they were like the, the guys who were already there were what's the, they they didn't like to split up they were all they were they were like all the best players there and none of them would split up so it was like me and my friend just getting smashed over and over for gee that time. sounds that that sounds so familiar from so many sites you know all the, the people not wanting to split up to make things fairer for everything so me and my buddy you know, they'd be like, oh, let's play Space Marines or whatever. So me and my buddy would go try to recruit, like, kids in the lobby playing <laughs> arcade games or something. <laughs> and, uh, right, you, you, you're you going to play a resupply. I'm going to play Commando, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, yeah, okay. So you guys were playing You guys were playing Space Marines even then. Um, we started, yeah, we started playing pretty, pretty early, yeah. yeah. Um, did you ever go through the, the SM4 phase, or was it was it just straight into uh, we did. Uh, we well, actually, we started with SM5 and we played exclusively SM5. Um, I mean, I went in on Saturdays and played. I mean, I've got hundreds and hundreds of standard games mm. under my belt, probably a thousand. Uh, I mean, so I did that a lot too. But we played almost exclusively SM5. Yeah. And then back in some year that was a long time ago, 2007 maybe mm. or or so. Uh, there was a there was a number of active sites in like Illinois and Indiana. Um, th- there was two or three of them owned by the same person, and there was uh, 
some quite a few regulars who had been playing SM5 over there, and so they wanted to host um, the Nationals that year, whatever year it was. Mm. But because no one had really played tournaments and they wanted to be welcoming to newer players, they wanted to run the tournament in SM4 and not in SM5. Right. Uh, which we were really opposed to, and we told him we we said we don't we don't want to play SM4. <laughs> Uh, and we were we did not end up persuading them. So in preparation for that, uh, we we played quite a we played SM4 mostly SM4 for about a year. Oh wow! Uh, to prepare for that, and it ended up getting canceled because no one else signed <laughs> up. Um, so I'm I mean I've I've played quite a bit of SM4, but we we basically started and ended with SM5. That's um aggravating <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um. Isn't isn't like. Uh, like, isn't like Indiana quite far away from you guys? Uh, yeah, it, it, we definitely would have uh, flown to yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Um, right on. So they were they were gonna host some uh, an SM4 tournament. What what was the first like internationals that you you played at? The first internationals. Yeah. Or or, was... or nationals either way. Uh, it was Chula Vista in whatever year that was 2009 or something 2009 yeah 2010 2010 because it was 2010 because 2009 was which i thought about going to that um and i know i know the ones that were hosted in texas in the early 2000s um yeah some of the better players from our site one or two of them had talked about going to that but and then they didn't doing it yeah (laughs) Um, so, I mean, I was aware of the scene, but I, I didn't actually play till 2010. Right. Um, so that was that your first competition or was that, um, we had gone to the West coast in Sacramento earlier that, than that. I don't, that know. was in 2009 because that was, yeah. that was literally like, I got back to Sacramento in late December of 08, and I'm pretty sure we did the first West Coast in like January or February ish. Yeah. That sounds um, right. I because... remember driving through a snowstorm through Lake Tahoe and almost dying. <laughs> so it was definitely winter. <laughs> yeah, no, accurate. no thanks. No thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that was basically um, because Sacramento from like basically late 2004 till like August of 2008 was not a laser force. It was a zone. And when um, Sean Yama from Sacramento um, basically bought, when he bought the site um, from the original owners in 2008, um, he put laser force back in, back into it. So I think it was like November of 2008 that laser force came back to the Sacramento facility, and then I got back to Sacramento in December. So, like, literally the entire time I was gone from Sacramento was when it didn't have Laser Force. So I think I timed that rather well. Um, <laughs> and then, it, and it was basically because you know because the equipment w- was back and it was Laser Force again. It was like, well, let's you know try and you know try and start rebuilding the scene and it's it and it and it made sense to you know try to get some little regional stuff to you know try to get some more people involved and this that and the other 
Yeah, so that was like my first official tournament. Depending on what you think is valid, we have, the, the Vegas side actually had quite a few members. I mean, they had a lot. So we we actually yes. hosted quite a few tournaments with those guys um, over the years as they slowly fizzled out because right. they didn't have a place to play in Vegas. But they, they drove up to St. George and played with us six or eight times uh, or so. Um, and the place was really good about hosting tournaments back then. I mean, yeah. other than the few Vegas people, it was just us. But I, I played quite a few tournaments with those guys, um, which I, I remember a lot of them were kind of disasters. And <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we had a hybrid of Gen 4 and Gen 5 suits. Um, we had the Gen 4 uh, suits, but the Gen 5 vests. We had a few Gen 4 or sorry, Gen 5 guns. Yep. Uh, we had a few Gen 4 guns, but mostly Gen 5s. Right. A lot of people didn't know what they were doing, and <laughs> it was kind of a disaster. But, you know, I played a few back then with those guys. Well, um, when you guys played, because um, I know when we played in Chula Vista, um, <laughs> the rule set we played by was what was deemed as the u.s rule set which was right. more of a zone i guess um style of play Did, were you guys playing that or were you playing how you know more similar <laughs> to how we play now that's a good question um we were playing by the rules um that we played in in chula vista right. however um our our organizer our top member whatever you want to call him um that really taught me how to play and organized, I mean, everything that we have today uh, started the whole thing. Mm. Uh, he he was really involved in the scene. I know he went to Sacramento and he went to Sugarland at one point. Mm. Was that Ender? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember Ender. Uh, he, was, he was involved in the scene. He knew what was going on. He had copies, written copies of the rules. You know, like he, he, he was in communication with basically me. the other two sites yeah, yeah. Just, me and jeff yeah um so what's funny is we we until we started playing by you know the the i guess you could call it the short shoulder rule um <laughs> officially in in 2000 whatever it was 11 yeah uh we we were practicing every day with 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 the roles we played in chula vista but we actually when we played our inner site tournaments and when the Vegas guys came up and played tournaments with mm. us, we actually played by the show shoulder rule even oh, way wow. back then. Yeah. So, cutting edge. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know. it's the cutting edge of laser, laser tag. None of this, yeah. none of this you know, gun around the corner. Bullshit. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. Cause like, I know that uh, it, well, seemingly, that rule was um, was kind of the the standard. It seemed, yeah, um, across the U.S. or from what I was told, anyway. Um, I could be wrong. Dan would be able to correct me. <laughs> um, but yeah, with um, with the guys in Chula Vista, I know that when after that tournament, when people um, came back and there, there was a bunch of discussion that happened around it, people were keen to switch people were keen to switch to the to the show shoulder rule um except for seemingly the guys out of chula vista <laughs> yeah the guys out of chula vista i mean almost all of them were zone players before yeah. they were force players right um 
And, you know, to be honest, the guys in Chula Vista were never super into the competitive stuff anyway. Right. You know, I, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, they quit because of the rules and this and that. And it's, well, maybe, but we, we've always really enjoyed traveling and going other places. And mm. back, back then, um, we went to Chula Vista as a team a lot. I mm. mean, I think our, I think our one trip, we brought 14 or 15 people down there. Oh, wow. wow. Um, I've played well over 200 games there. Yeah. Um, and we, we went down there all the, I, I've probably made, I've probably been to 15 of their members nights. Um, wow. and they've never come here ever other than for the <laughs> one tournament we held. They never even had a single person come here. That's so accurate. I, that's, that's terrible. I, I just don't think they were ever really super into traveling in tournaments as it was. I mean, I think it was just convenient for them to have their own tournament. But right. I don't know. Well, it's a shame because uh, I guess it's one of the, for me anyway, one of the best parts about being involved in this community is the travel. Like, yeah. Laser Force has taken most of us around the world, you know? Well, yeah. Oh, I say around the world, yes. to the Pacific and, <laughs> and to your guys' neck of the wood. Um, Maybe one day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's limiting, but you know, it's, I guess it's, it's personal choice. So, mm. yeah. Um, so how many, how many, like, uh, like I suppose tournaments and maybe we'll whittle it down to nationals or internationals. Have you actually played? Um, I've played in all the West coast tournaments. So that makes it four. Um, we have been, like I said, we, we've done a lot of traveling, so mm. I guess it depends on what you classify as a tournament. Like I said, <laughs> we, we took, we took full teams down to Chula Vista probably six or eight times, maybe more, yeah. uh, to play down there, just kind of like us and them. Yeah. Um, we went to Colorado and they actually officially called it, I think they called it the Mountain West tournament or something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. But we had, we had <laughs> almost two full teams from here and then Colorado had another, I think three. Yeah. So, you know, depending on what you count as a tournament. And then I've played all of the national tournaments except for the one in Detroit in 2009 and the other one in Detroit, whichever year that was. 2013 yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 2013 mm. so I, I played in all the ones other than those those two wow so some quick maths uh then what does that work out to be <laughs> a few a few, <laughs> Damn it. A few. um wow so like 10 10 ish yeah yeah 10 12 something like that which is it's like that's pretty awesome um yeah. but you haven't you haven't traveled outside the states for one yet not yet. Mm. On the to-do list. <laughs> were you were you uh, looking at uh, the last Brisbane one? I was. I couldn't get work off. Right, right, right. I, th- I think I thought I heard a rumor or some some rumblings about you coming coming down that way. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I was trying to get work off, but goddamn work. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I feel. I, I I feel like you should make sure that your Google flight tracker is already set up for Auckland, just just in case you know there 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 happens to be like some like flash sale. Yeah, um, yeah, that's because on, because idea. honestly, like that that that's how how slash why I ended up going to Brisbane in 
2018 was mm. I had that set set up and um, ticket prices like dropped to a certain level. It was like okay, you know, because my <laughs> my wife was was coming also because she's you know from Brisbane originally, and you know going down without her would have ended up with me being divorced when I got back. I'm sure, um, but you know we we were able to both get get rip round trip tickets for under two thousand dollars total for both of us from good. from Dallas. So and that just and it and it just happened to be that you know caught you know, like it's like some twenty four hour sale. I was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do that. So you know so so for everybody else listening to this podcast, <laughs> if you're if you're even considering going to Auckland for nationals next year Go on to flights.google.com, set up a time range, and just let it look for you, so you don't have to be checking it every day. Do it. We um we're gonna shill the crap out of this tournament. <laughs> uh yeah, yes we are. Yeah we are. Um, well okay, so that's I mean, but that's quite a number of years like of of high level of play. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty awesome. Like I, 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 I've been around as long as you. I think I played, uh, maybe as many internationals, but not nearly as many. You know, um, probably high, you know, high competitive games as that. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's that's awesome. I suppose it makes a difference having that many competitive sites in the same country, but you know, also, yeah. I mean, with with your Vegas, with Vegas, like those days, with them only being an hour and a half away, yeah. With Chula Vista being, well, like an hour flight. To uh, our flight. I, I I had never flown there. No. We always just drove. It's about seven, six and a half hours. So it's not that bad. Not too maybe bad. Seven hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I mean we did the the Vegas LA drive on this last trip, and that I did that. I mean, it didn't take too long. But for us, like yeah. driving, driving four hours for us is a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know you're used to in New Zealand, you drive four hours, and suddenly you know you're we run you're out of country. Side. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> although, although to be fair, if you're going north to south, you know, it's then it, it 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 takes a little longer to run out of country. <laughs> um, but you know, east to west, not much time at all. <laughs> um. So, what would you say is your favorite arena out of the ones that you played? Oh, um, if you don't count ours, <laughs> I would say I, I, oh, I like so many of them. I really like San Marcos. Yeah. Um, I like Sacramento. Mm. I think the downstairs is a little too big but i do like it mm. i, I kind of like i like syracuse syracuse was I, fun like yeah and the the bouncy floor was just the best oh, thing sure. in the they're, world to run on yeah their 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 bouncy floor um is definitely like if if any operator is putting you know carpet into their maze you know if they if if I just want to put that you know that that half inch pad under oh, it yeah. so that you know so, so that your ankles and, and and your knees aren't getting totally destroyed, you know that that definitely has has a my vote. Sanch Sanch really did a fantastic oh, thing. Did. 
with doing that for sure. It was genius. Yeah. yeah, what else you got? Oh, I I think I think it would probably be between San Marcos and Sacramento mm. for my favorite. I liked Sac. Like I think the cutouts, the the like the castle cutouts for me like really pissed me off. But aside from yeah. that, like I quite like the the layout and there wasn't really like it's not a good place to kind of set up a defense. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least there's not just a... less. There's just less bad places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like not a conventional. You know, you're in that corner base, and you're in that corner base, and you you set yeah. up, you reset there, and go for it. Like that one, you have to actually watch multiple directions, and um, yeah. you know, set up in corridors, and yeah, it was really cool, really challenging arena. Yeah, it's I I I for the most part do not like two story arenas. I just don't think any of them play well mm. and Sac- sacramento is really the only one where i don't hate playing there <laughs> in a two-story <laughs> arena do you guys well, to, to, to be fair I'll, also on that because, because you guys never you guys don't use the second story in your maze um you know there's a there's a little bit of um you know just biasing there in that <laughs> you're 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 used to playing in in a single story environment it's like syracuse players same sort of thing mm, yeah. there's there's no second floor in syracuse at, at all so they sometimes just run into you know challenges is the best word i can come up with on <laughs> on short notice with with what when, when you add yeah. a second level to what to to what they're they're dealing with it's just it's just something that that you're not used to necessarily processing on a minute by minute basis i mean obviously you figure it out, but it's just because it's not your norm, it becomes a yeah. little more challenging to deal with. Yeah. And I suppose, like, I assume that you're talking more in a sense of, um, with, as opposed to everything being linear, like in front of you, you're getting shot from above or below. Is that kind of. Um, not really. I feel like that's not a huge deal right uh, my, my biggest problem with two-story arenas is first of all that you have this massive downstairs area mm. and then you have this tiny upstairs area and you play most of the game in this tiny area upstairs mm. and then um a small part of the game i, I guess you could say a big part most of the game is played in that small area and a very little part of the game is played in the big area. Right. Um, yeah. and my, I, I would say my biggest problem with them is that like when you're losing, you just run downstairs and hide and that's like <laughs> the best thing to do. Yeah. And so you have this massive area downstairs where you just fill everybody up on lives and run downstairs and hide the whole time. And we're all like, okay with this. Yes. Like this is like I'm fine with everybody apparently. Um, like I like I don't know as it's that's one of the reasons I like Sacramento is because their upstairs is big enough you can actually play on it. Right. Um, but so many of them they're just the upstairs is so small. So it's yeah. interesting. That's fair. Because Auckland like we have we have a small upstairs area and a decent amount of play happens up there. But we also because you know, there's a good resup spot upstairs and a good one downstairs. It means that play gets split across those two levels 
rather yeah. than everyone either upstairs or everyone's downstairs and you know you have this big chunk of wasted arena um mm-hmm. we did actually have a, a big sort of well like one of the corners got barely used um and the uh the owners ended up reclaiming some of the maze and put a party room there um oh. and they kept they kept a, a door there so you can actually open up and have it as part of the arena again if you wanted to in the future um but you know for the most part um they just they got rid of the dead space uh, which i thought oh, was no. kind of clever but um so i i guess what do you what do you dig about your maze like uh, aside from that's where you played the most games <laughs> um you know <sighs> I, I, I've said this many times before, and obviously I, I, I acknowledge my bias, uh, <laughs> but I do think ours is the best arena I've ever played in by, by a lot. Well, now I feel like I really missed out on not coming up to see you guys. Um, <laughs> and my favorite, I, I like that we do have, to, like uh, Than said, we do have a second floor. Yeah. Um, it's extremely small. Uh, there are uh rebar cross beams across the entire thing at like six foot one inch so i mean if you're even slightly tall you're gonna get a concussion (laughs) rusty uh, baden (laughs) so i mean we've played we've played a few hundred space marines games full arena yeah um but we only play downstairs and so uh, the first thing i like is that it's small yeah um and then it's 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 the opposite of all these two-story arenas where, oh, we're losing. Oh, we're not that good. Oh, we're just going to run downstairs and hide. Right. Oh, yay. This is – we're all very skilled. But in <laughs> in ours, you have to fight. Yeah. I mean there's no running away. You, you cannot get away. You have to fight like a man. Yeah. And I know that's very difficult for people. <laughs> Um, that you can't wow. thunder uh, throwing shade to like <laughs> fucking everybody right now. I, it's fucking fantastic. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, and so yeah, you have to fight the whole time. Um, and like when you when you, it, it's a, basically a square, um, and the resupplies um, resupply from kind of opposite corners. Mm. But when you kick when you get kicked out of your resupply spot, you're getting kicked towards the enemy team, not away from them. Right. Uh, the, the the fighting just doesn't end, um, which is I think, you know, if we had a larger scale tournament or maybe even this one, the mistake a lot of people would make is in most of their arenas you can get away with sticking newer players as resupply, especially mm. something like medic. Mm. Good luck getting away with that in ours. <laughs> Because uh, your resupply are going to be fighting for their lives the whole game. So uh, that's that's essentially why it lends itself to, you know, to Elims, right? Because yeah. there's nowhere that you can run away to. If you have a team that's as dominant as I've seen you yeah. guys be. Oof. Yeah. And um, so I, I like that it's small and one, one floor like that. Um, and then for that reason, the whole arena is used every game. Um, that's something that, I don't know, it comes back to two-story arenas, but it's like you got an arena like Detroit, and you play the whole game upstairs, mm. and then the very end is played downstairs. Well, mm. even after a week of playing there, I was still running into dead ends downstairs. Yeah. And I watched a ton of other people do it. Yeah. Um, so you have, I feel like, big arenas like that kind of have... Uh, like a really large learning curve because 
the downstairs is still somewhere you can go, but you have very little experience there. Right. Um, whereas in ours, I mean, you you really get everybody is in every inch of that arena mm. the whole time. There's no unused areas, or there's no areas that people wouldn't be familiar with, or, yeah. or something like that. It, it kind of um, sounds like um, you have to be fundamentally good at laser tag in order to play your arena because you know again you can kind of get away with it a little bit um in some instances if you're if you're say a medic or if you 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 know you can rely on your heavy or something um to to keep most of the other players out but yeah it sounds like yeah you have to be good at shooting people (laughs) i i would definitely say it has a, a, a high skill ceiling um, yeah, that your 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 skill would definitely come out, um, and you know a lot of that is also evidenced by the fact that we we find that every single class really contributes. You know, mm. you see a lot of arenas where scouts don't really have as much influence on the game, or you know the resupply don't have as much influence on the game, mm. or whatever it is. Um, in ours, I mean, we seriously see people carry from any position mm. uh, because it's it's so easy to move around. The arena's so mobile. Um, scouts can get behind people, and resups are kind of forced to fight. Mm. And you know, we, we have a lot of a lot of the time. We'll we'll take, for example, our four best players, and we'll stick two of them as three hits on one team, and two of them as scouts on the other. Right. And the team with the, the the better scouts wins as often as the team with the good three hits. Right. Um, you know, I was telling Than this a week or two ago, but since we started keeping stats, uh, you know, I've played a hundred and some odd games of scout, and my average is over nine thousand. Yeah. Wow. With over a hundred games. Yeah. Because you really can perform on. You can carry the game as any position. Um, just because it's so easy for the scouts to slip behind the three hits and shoot them in the back and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, I suppose like yeah, you can't like rely on somebody else, do, you know, carrying the team. Can't really take a game off. Yeah, because it puts your team under duress. Yeah, um, you guys will absolutely love our arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's certainly accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you guys would kill it in our arena. There is. You know, there is the aspect of there is a small upstairs, but it, because it's so small and the rest of the arena really does get used. Um, yeah. Yeah, we and I guess ours is a little bit more forgiving where you do have a couple of spaces where you can run away, but very briefly, you know, like uh-huh. I'm talking 30 seconds and somebody will find yeah. you. Um, yeah, we, we have good fallback spots. I mean, they're... They, they were we have at least we have options for that yeah, for yeah. sure they're, uh, they're just not like oh i can just run down the ramp and i'm totally <laughs> I'm gonna disappear hey. for four minutes <laughs> yeah 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 do it like i and i think you know um what makes it so hard to get uh elims in those bigger arenas is that you can disappear like brisbane oh for sure brisbane maze is huge like if you want uh, to, yeah you, you could disappear in there um yeah 
And people do. And people behind do. rockets and stuff. <laughs> I still think that's climbing. It definitely seem, seems like a climbing penalty. Um, yeah, I, I'd be excited to see how you guys went in our maze. Um, and vice versa. I would love to send a team over to play in your arena because, um, you know, that, that would be... I th- we've got a couple of guys that would absolutely thrive in that environment. The, the, yeah. Our King brothers here, they're just they're so fast, and that really suits their style of play. You have to go and smash the resupply. There's no yeah. other way to play. You can't play kind of a, a zone uh, a zone control kind of um, yeah. game. Yeah. We, find, we find that, actually, it's, despite how small it is, we find that both ways work pretty effectively. Oh, really? Um, we find uh, that, like controlling uh, commanders, perform just as well as super aggressive ones. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our people tend towards being aggressive, but it's just so unique in that you really can play either. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we often can put, you know, brand new commanders against super experienced ones, and. If the team with the brand new commander just plays the control game, they can stay in it the whole time. Yeah, and uh, it's it's very unique. Well, um, I think because out of the teams that are that are heading to you guys for West Coast tournament, um, do you have an idea of how many have actually played there before? Uh, actually, quite a few have. Yeah. Um, the Loveland guys have been here. Most of most of their top players have been here. Yeah. Um, I think almost everybody coming coming from Sacramento has. Uh, like Disco, Disco Monkey and his crew have been here twice in the last few months. Wow. Stuff um, for Laser Force. <laughs> some of the Chulavista guys have. Kodama has. So I think yeah. a lot of them at least will have seen it and. I, with our at least with especially with how small it is, it's not really time consuming to learn yeah um and that's what i that's one thing i like about it is i mean for when the people have come even after six or eight games like they don't like it doesn't look like they're confused on what's what and Mm. they're making call outs and they know where people are and it's just it's small enough that you you don't really uh it, it doesn't take a long time to learn um have you guys got any like uh, have you guys done any filming or anything of the maze or anything like that? Like, you know, we talked about doing something for the tournament. Yeah. Um, not really. We 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 posted like a SM5 beginners video on YouTube a year or two ago that's got some shots of it, but nothing like no walkthroughs or anything like that. Yeah. Um, uh, that would be amazing to see it. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and, and, <laughs> Inferno is um, a graphic designer. Oh, true. And he's been talking about um, making a 3D map of it or mapping it out or yeah. something. I, I don't think he has yet, but he's talked about it. He should uh, definitely do that. I mean, like, even just, like, it's hard, I suppose. I. I peer pressured uh wolfman into doing one for their maze <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. but the, it's so hard to get context from a video until you you know actually get it into is. the arena but that's true um that is yeah i've 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 yet to 
have a time where you know, looking at an arena map or a video or anything like that was enough to get it, get an actual understanding of how I thought the maze should play. Mm. You know, usually, I mean, you, it's 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 not bad for a you know high level. O- Overview, but it's it's pretty much a guarantee. Like like the second you actually walk into the maze the first time, you're gonna have that moment of, ah, fuck, all my preconceived <laughs> notions that I thought I had from that map are totally fucking wrong. Yeah, that's true. Cool. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like maps. Yeah. Maps, you know, have floated around. I remember seeing a map of like Oakley's maze. I think like way back in the early two thousands. And yeah, no fucking idea nah, what was happening nah, with that nah. at all. <laughs> you get this weird, you know, top-down schematic of a <laughs> of, of an arena. It's just <laughs> just not going to help you at all. You're like, oh yeah, that yeah, that looks like you could resupply in there, and it turns out it's like the tiniest little like nook. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay, you could barely fit a person in there, <laughs> let alone three. Um, yeah, okay, right on. Well, um. If you end up doing anything within the next uh, few weeks, because by the time this gets released, uh, yeah. there'd be you know sort of a, a couple of weeks left. But I mean, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome to see something. Um, yeah, we at least going forward, it's in some way, I know we'd we'd like to do something. But who knows? If someone's got a GoPro, like I don't know if you've seen them, but we did we did a bunch of filming in our arena. Um, and that kind of helps, like, well, I mean, I would imagine it does. I, I obviously know yeah. our reader pretty well, so, but, um, yeah, just getting those, like, first-person videos, they, they're pretty badass videos anyway, just on their own. Yeah. Mind, but, um, cool. Well, um, did you have anything else that you wanted to cover or want to talk about? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. I think you have to ask me the questions. <laughs> I can't come up with questions. Ben, did you have anything? No, I mean I think I think I think we've kind of you know covered the evolution of Eves from a young wee lad of yes. you know starting starting his laser force career to the um, you know absolutely dominating force that he's turned <laughs> into the terrifying the, you know, wall of thunder. Yeah, yeah so. I, I try to be. I, I don't know how successful i am all the time but you're 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 successful often enough let's put it that way (laughs) even you know as we all get older and uh and uh well into our 30s um yeah still speak to yourself (laughs) yeah i include you in there man like you're well into your 30s um (laughs) i'm past my 30s yeah yeah well well into your 30s um Uh, it's still Dick. a terrifying, um, you know, terrifying thought of having to come up against, having to break you as a heavy is just, yeah, one of my greatest fears in uh, in Laser Force. It's it's right up there with facing um, facing Rusty as a heavy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try. I definitely, I definitely hope to one day be known as uh, one of the goats. <laughs> And especially as as much of a, a teacher as I am, like a player. Yeah. Um, that's something I've I've really strived for since I started playing was 
uh, attempting to understand the game yeah. and understand why it's played the way that it is and uh, in a way that I can help other people understand um, how to play it better. Yeah, because I'd imagine that you know, from a from a site perspective, you're you're now one of the the old guard, and that's kind of you know mm-hmm. your job, right, is to to help bring those newer guys through. Yeah, well, you're yeah, doing that's... You, you're doing a good job about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and like I my my impression of you has always been, you know, uh, of not only a, a dominating heavy <laughs> but a, a pretty damn top bloke as well and uh that's gone back from uh when we first he's okay in 2010 <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago yeah, it was a long time ago <laughs> he's okay he's, a, he's all right he's all he's right just old. <laughs> <laughs> all right well look um we'll leave it there until we um you know until next time when we run out of uh things to talk about we call you up at real last minute. awesome excellent <laughs> um but yeah thanks again for for coming on and sharing sharing a bit more about you and helping us yeah, get to thanks. know you a bit more it's it was cool nice. yeah for sure all right well uh for this week i've been going next door and i've been Than. always remember to backtrack kids we will see you next week <laughs>